Hey everyone, and welcome back to the multi-dimensional journey. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr, and thank you so much for returning back to the YouTube channel and the podcast and wherever you're listening to this. So this uh, podcast and YouTube is all about spirituality, wellness, mental health, and we talk a lot, if not always, about ayahuasca on this channel. I am a trauma-informed ayahuasca preparation and integration coach, and today we're going to be talking about four powerful ayahuasca preparation and integration techniques. So let's dive right in. So this is these powerful techniques are really for the person who's already you know chosen their place for the retreat they've already done a medical pre-screening and uh, these are also things that you can do much before these these steps but just kind of keep that in mind is that um, we're not going to really going to be going over those important pieces of what I call the ayahuasca continuum, the preparation, the ceremony itself, and the integration. This is more so for other tools and techniques that support and help you go deeper into your relationship with ayahuasca. So the first powerful tool and technique that I believe is super, super important for all the way through, for you know the beginning, the middle, and then the integration part as well is mindfulness and mindfulness is an incredible technique right that allows us to be present with our minds with our bodies it allows us to be non-judgmental and show compassion towards ourselves and it really allows us to open the space internally to explore ourselves to deepen the relationship with ourselves and it's really a practice for us to cultivate you know, over and over and over again. And we want to start this practice well before our ceremony, really committing to a practice of at least 10 minutes a day, at least two weeks out to your ceremony. And then definitely right before your ceremony, getting grounded, getting centered, really honing in on, you know, centering your mind and your body and connecting with that beautiful intention right that you come to ayahuasca with whether that's to heal to explore so many different ways to set intentions um but it's really foundational and the really cool thing about mindfulness is that ayahuasca actually this has been scientifically proven it actually increases mindfulness during and after the ceremony up to two to four weeks participants usually report an increased ability to observe themselves non-judgmentally which is what mindfulness is so uh, a quick practice that you can implement is the four eight breath and just sitting with yourself either cross-legged or sitting down and focusing just on your breath, breathing in for four and out for eight. In this technique alone, when practiced for several minutes and consistently begins to open up our minds and our bodies, and it's just a really, really powerful tool that you want to definitely implement in your ayahuasca preparation integration process. So moving on to number two, which is breath work, which I just shared in that mindfulness practice, right? So when I say breath work, I mean functional breath work and transformational breath work. You know, the functional breath work, like the 4-8 breath, like, you know, Wim Hof, 
Breath of Fire, all of these incredible tools, right? So the main reason why breath work is so key, it's so important to ayahuasca preparation and integration is because it allows us to navigate and directly influence our central nervous system. So our central nervous system is this vast, very large, you know, component of our bodies that is controlling everything, right? And, you know, there's our parasympathetic nervous system, there's our fight or flight, and there's our freeze and shut down system, right? And it's all interconnected. It's a, it's a hierarchy, right? And so the breath work allows us to navigate that central nervous system with confidence, with clarity, you know? So for example, if you're feeling a lot of anxiety in general in your life, this can help regulate that. It can help you get grounded and centered for your ceremony. And both the mindfulness and the breath work deepen your relationship with ayahuasca and with yourself over time. And really these two are very foundational in opening up the mind and the body so we can actually go deeper within. If you think about it, you know, if we're really dysregulated and we're just kind of coping, which is totally like fine and okay, right? There's, there's, this isn't about judging or, or shaming. It's more so about kind of opening your mind to like, how can one go deeper if I'm constantly just in dysregulation? I'm trying to figure that out. It's really hard to go deeper within my own psyche, within my own subconscious mind, right? So these tools, when practiced over time, opens us up and allows us to work with um, our intentions with ayahuasca and well after the ceremony as well. You know, let's pretend that a lot of things were unlocked in the ceremony. For example, you were shown, you know, your higher self and you were deeply connected to it. And in fact, maybe the medicine like gave you a blueprint of what to do you know, like was able to show you like, hey, this is why this is happening in your life. And um, this is what to do about it and all these things. And then, you know, we go home and we have to, right? How are we going to integrate the person I was and the person I was shown in ceremony? This is how we do it. You know, practicing these tools, these skills and techniques to really deepen our skill set so we can be effective in our integration. And it's my true belief that a solid preparation leads to a solid integration as a continuum in the cycle continues um, to repeat because oftentimes people, they don't just take ayahuasca once, they come back, right? And they want to continue their healing and their self-discovery and their transformation process. So you can do the 4A breath like I just showed, or you can use Wim Hof or whatever um, you prefer. And then the other type of breath work that's really powerful that I use myself and that I teach my students and I take them through is transformational breath work. So this is when we lay down and it's paired with music and we do circular breath work to enter a non-ordinary state of consciousness that allows us to deeply release and connect with our inner guiding intelligence, which is often revealed in the ayahuasca space. And now we have a tool to continue to cultivate, you know, that higher self and accessing that in these deeper experiences that we don't necessarily have to wait for the next ceremony, 
but we can do it right now in the comfort of our home. And it's so, so amazing. The third powerful tool that I'm really excited to share with you guys is inner child and reparenting work and also internal family systems. So all of this kind of means the same thing, but let me break it down for you. So, so we start with the inner child and reparenting work because a lot of our subconscious programming happened when we were very, very young, you know, messages of I'm not good enough, or I have to be perfect, or I'm not safe, or I'm not in control. You know, all these were programmed from a very, very young age. And then we, you know, we have to figure out a way to kind of meet those parts of us and help them heal and kind of usher them and move them forward. So the way we do that is by recognizing that these parts are within us. And the internal family systems approach by Dr. Richard Schwartz is incredible for this because it is of the assumption that number one, we all have a higher self or an inner guiding intelligence or a most authentic self. And then we all have parts of us that are either protector parts that try to protect us, right? Um, parts of us that are managing our experience, you know, so other parts of us that have been created out of stressful experiences to help us survive. And in this model, it allows us to get closer to these parts and integrate them. And it's very likely, if not most predictable, that this will show up in the medicine space somehow or some way. And um, sometimes it shows up in these really interesting ways and sometimes these really direct ways. But I really feel like having this knowledge prior and already practicing this will really, really help. And I can uh, I'll post some books for that below so you can start that work and empower yourself on this path. Um, and last thing I'll say about this is that Richard Schwartz's internal family system is really helpful because it allows us to step into being multidimensional, that we aren't just like this mono personality. We are multiple aspects and each aspect of ourselves has been created for a positive reason. It has good intentions. However, may maybe it's no longer serving us, but that part of us maybe feels like that trauma is still happening or that situation is happening. Some of us have come from really stressful environments, either as children or even as adults, and those programs will continue to play out. Um, so I'm going to pause right here. There is like this beautiful order of operations that I take students through um, that we start with mindfulness, we move into breath work, and then we introduce the parts work because it's really hard, like I said, to go deep within and access more parts of ourselves if we're dysregulated or we don't feel safe to do that or we're like oh whoa that's like you know so um and then another thing to kind of add on to it is like we all have a comfort zone and a challenge zone and an overwhelm zone and it's really important to know where our edges are because we do want to be in that sweet spot of we are stepping out of our comfort zone and we are entering a challenge zone, but we're being mindful of when we're feeling overwhelmed, right? Because, you know, we can't do all of this healing and self-discovery work at once. It has to happen in layers and, and phases and stages. And that's really appropriate 
right? It's if things come up too fast, too soon, that's actually, you know, invoking um, too much for the central nervous system and, and our minds to hold. So we do the mindfulness and the breath work. So it gives someone the tools and the resources to navigate their bodies and to increase the capacity in their central nervous system and the flexibility so they feel empowered to hold more and more. A good analogy for this is when you're lifting weights, you know, in the beginning, you don't just start with a really heavy weight, right? You actually work up to it. So this is the same kind of idea with self-discovery work, transformation and healing work. We start slow and then we kind of level up. And in my opinion, you know, healing work and transformation and work are two sides of the same coin. We can't transform without having the tools to heal certain aspects of ourselves. Um, and like healing isn't just about the past. It's about, you know, reaching for those things we deeply desire and want to manifest in our lives, right? Whether that's a soul aligned partner, you know, a soul aligned relationship, um, a soul aligned business and feeling more at ease and inner peace and ourselves and trusting ourselves is a huge part of that process. And if we've grown up in environments where we were taught to not trust ourselves, you know, that could get in the way. So that's why all these tools, for example, would be really, really helpful as you're on the ayahuasca path. Um, okay. Number four, powerful technique. One of my favorites. I, I, can't tell you how much I love doing this technique with people who've taken ayahuasca. It fits like a glove. I feel like with the ayahuasca path, although all the tools I've mentioned, I do believe also fit just like a glove, but it's a technique called EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. It was created by Francine Shapiro. Um, and essentially what this technique does, it allows us to work more deeply with our memory networks, which is kind of hooked up to our subconscious mind and our central nervous system. And the reason why this is so powerful is that people can go in and reprocess events that have happened to them in the past and feel fully complete, fully authentically healed and fully move forward, period. You know, I've seen it happen over and over again. So this technique is incredible for helping people address things all throughout the ayahuasca continuum before, uh, maybe not during, <laughs> but post for sure. Um, and so, for example, like I've had clients come to me who are trying to let go of some behaviors before entering ceremony, whether that's um, addictions to alcohol or to food or, you know, things that they need to clean up before ceremony to have the most safe and effective experience. And the EMDR allows to address all of these and process it out through and through. Um, and then also what the EMDR is incredible for is actually taking experiences that have happened in ceremony and to unpack them further in the EMDR process. So let me share an experience. Um, so a, a student came to me and we were talking about how they had an experience in the medicine space where they felt like the medicine was telling them, um, you know, they were a bad person and a lot of religious material was coming up and they felt very afraid 
to go back into the medicine space. They're like, I don't really want to go back in until I confront this. Like, I don't want this coming back up again. And when I work with people, I do not interpret experiences. I really look to them as the expert and I really just use the EMDR with them to go back into the experience. So what happened with this person is we went back into the experience that they had and through this process, they were able to clearly identify that this voice was their parents judging them and telling them that they were bad. And it was also their background um, with the Catholic Church, that they received all these messages based on fear, and she internalized all of that, right? So through this process, she was able to feel like totally like complete with it, no more emotional charge around it, able to change the belief around it, and felt she was actually able to go deeper into what the medicine was showing her and actually to unpack it. And then now we can we're able to integrate it more deeply. Now we're working on the inner child and reparenting work. And um, because the other thing, the other part of that too, was that she was shown that what true spirituality was, what God was, the true God in her perspective, like she felt it, she saw it, she felt so empowered in this, in the same experience, but had this dichotomy of like, okay, that happened. And then this happened. And it just, you know, different parts of me are showing up. Right. So through the EMDR, and actually through all the techniques that I've already shared, we've been able to deeply integrate it. She's been able to let go of her past and now she feels like a sovereign empowered being and her new um, authentic version of spirituality, which is freaking awesome, right? So the other thing that the EMDR is incredible for is actually helping people digest and move through challenging and even traumatic experiences that they've had in the medicine space with ayahuasca, right? And um, a little bit more about that, some, some harm reduction techniques that I believe that can help prevent an overwhelming or traumatic experience, which is different from a challenging experience, by the way. The, the discerning factor between those are when we feel overstimulated and overwhelmed and we literally can't process anything, you know, we're just feeling overstimulated, you know, we really do want to hit a sweet spot with the medicine where we're actually able to process and we're receiving wise counsel from the medicine and we're moving through you know, some sort of somatic experience or emotional purge or whatever, where something's coming into full completion. But often what happens with these experiences that I'm describing is that someone ends up getting stuck, stuck in their head, they're ruminating, they're not feeling in control of the environment because oftentimes these happen in groups. But so the way to kind of ease that or prevent that is um, dose slowly, take your dose slowly you know, communicate with the facilitator about, okay, I don't want to, you know, maybe I'll take half the dose that you usually serve people. So, because the medicine is always different and our bodies are always changing. So just kind of keep that in mind, like that will allow you to really feel into where you're at and not feel overwhelmed. Um, and then also doing a solid preparation process as well. But I digress. So, um, so the EMDR really helps someone reprocess these types of experiences, which those can happen. 
and it allows them to gain that confidence that they had prior to having this experience. Because if you think about it, it can be very detrimental for somebody to have a relationship with this plant medicine and then all of a sudden um, it's been shaken and they don't feel comfortable going back into the space. So um, that's also another reason why the EMDR is incredible. Um, but overall, the EMDR can help reprocess any past event. And oftentimes past events are creating our present behavior. So there's a very direct and distinct technique in EMDR that helps somebody kind of piece those two. Like, why am I behaving this way? Like, why um, am I acting this way in my relationship? Or how come I feel these feelings? Or, you know, what's going on basically? And the EMDR process allows us to float back to an earlier times in our life that can give us that direct link of like, oh, wow, this is why this is happening. So just so, so incredible. So just to recap these four powerful ayahuasca preparation and integration techniques are mindfulness, breath work, inner child and reparenting work, or internal family systems, and EMDR. So I will also post the links to the books that I mentioned and the theories I mentioned all in this video so you can begin to deepen your knowledge in the process of this work that has helped me and so many other people on this path to, you know, really deeply integrate the insights, the healings, and the downloads that ayahuasca provides us and to really heal, you know, childhood trauma, codependency, perfectionism, addiction, you know, anything that's really holding any of us back and manifest, you know, whatever it is that we want to, you know, um, to heal so that we can manifest our soul's deepest desires and, um, you know, all the things that the medicine is calling us to do, to step into our power, to maybe help others. Um, so, so many different things. Um, so if you found this video helpful or you found this podcast helpful, please share it with someone that could benefit from it. And also feel free to hit the like button and subscribe to uh, this channel or this podcast so you can stay up to date with um, more material that I release. So um, thank you guys so much. And if you are interested right now, um, I'm launching and I'm pre-registering and I'm taking applications for the three-month self-empowerment and transformation ayahuasca preparation and integration intensive. It includes everything that I talked about in today's uh, video and so, so much more in this program. We meet once a week as a group. You get 12 sessions with me. Um, we do transformational breath work together. You have a community that supports you in your healing and transformation all on the ayahuasca path so that you can feel confident and effective on this path so you can manifest your healings and your desires. Um, we go through a one-week healing dieta together. And you also even get trained to facilitate online breath work. And that's a bonus in the program. But what I have really seen and realized is that people that are on this path want to give back and they want to share. And facilitating breath work is one of the most accessible and powerful ways to do that. So 
also leave the link to the program below if you're interested in that. And um, all the information is on there. You just need to fill out the application and I'll reach out to you and we'll have a nice little chat and make sure that you feel like this program is a good fit for your time and your journey. And yeah, once again, thank you guys so much for being here. And as always, remember why you came here. Bye guys. Take care.